Now on the air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the three patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko, and Trump Club Board Director, better known as the Shadow Mayor of Palm Coast, Alan Lowe. Welcome, everyone, to the Flagler Trump Club uh, Future Flagler podcast. I'm Ed Danko here with Alan Lowe, our Shadow Mayor. Um, yeah, yeah, I, you, I like, you, you I, like that, I, huh? Still yeah. sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike McRoy is uh, is out of town this week for uh, the holidays, visiting his family out west. Um, we've got a great guest for you coming up very shortly, uh, but before we do that, let's get to uh, the breaking news, Alan. Um, school board's got to be board, at the biggest top of thing our list. In, in our area right now. Yeah, uh, Jill Woolbright, school board member, uh, found out about a book in the in the uh, it was in both high schools and the Beltier Middle School library, and uh, it was a book that had a few sections in it of extreme. Uh, in my opinion, extreme uh, explicit sexual content, which Jill and and myself and many other people feel is age inappropriate for the middle school. So that was brought up at a school board meeting this past week, and whoa, everybody got excited. (laughs) So Jill actually filed a criminal complaint about that. Yes, I, I've seen the complaint. In, yes. So tell us what do you remember what the complaint said? Uh, well, well, basically it said what I what I just mentioned that she discovered the book, she she researched it, found that it was in our both high school libraries and in the uh, Beltier Middle School library. It had been checked out by by students, so it was being read. Uh, Jill says in the complaint that she had approached the superintendent of schools and the school board attorney and ask that it be reviewed and that they contact the rest of the school board and tell them what they're looking at. They promised they would do that. Uh, approximately a week later, I think it was, she checked back and they hadn't done oh, anything. Of course. So uh, she gave a few more days. They still didn't do anything. So she felt like they weren't going to uh, move forward on it and it needed to be investigated. So she made the criminal complaint. That, that oh, good for her. Uh, obscene material was available to underage minors in a middle school. Uh, she certainly has brought this issue to the forefront. She certainly and, and, did. And, and you yes. know, and I give her all the credit. I mean, I don't care what the content or the. It's a book about you know uh, gay uh, rape and things like that. And I don't care that it's gay. I don't care whether it was heterosexual. For me, the issue is inappropriate material uh, for the age group that it was being presented to. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the school board thing. You know, parents being able to have a right to, to decide what their kids are being taught. I mean, that that flipped the state of Virginia. That's why we have yes, a Republican governor governor up there now. And, but you know, and if you complain, you risk being investigated by the FBI. Well, you you do, you definitely do, um, or being locally being bashed in Flagler Fake News Live, where I was bashed for standing up for Jill and this idiot Pierre. 
He went out and he bought 10 books, 10 copies of this book, and gave it to a student to distribute to 10 students? And, and, and I don't have any evidence of this in my hand right now. Mm -hmm. However, I have heard that the complaints were filed also against Pierre for distributing pornographic material to minors. It's unbelievable. Who is he to circumvent parents? Uh, you know, and distribute this garbage out to students. Um, yeah. Well, just, just a, a know, lot of nerve. Rebel rouser, stir the pot, try to get clicks for his uh, no. rag. Well, guys, remember, we've got a boycott going against the sponsors of that left-wing communist socialist Blame America First blogger. Please go to the Flagler for Trump website. That's flagler4trump.com. Click on the boycott tab and start making phone calls to those folks that are supporting this guy. Because we cut off his money, we put him out of business. And we don't need him here in Flagler County. No, it's, so, it's, so. This, this whole thing, is, is it, it needs to be looked at. It's, it's it, out of hand. It does. But we also have news in, in uh, City Council. Yeah, we do. We're looking for a new city manager. The first, uh, the first layer was, was done last night. We've got six semi-finalists. Uh, they're going to come back in January and we're going to interview them. Uh, we'll probably be, I, I know I'll be talking to each one on phone, personally interviewing yep. them. We'll see how that turns out. Um, I, I, I had five really good candidates last night and I was surprised that only there was only one overlap. But then again, you know, I think others had candidates. They may have been surprised that we didn't all overlap. Right. We overlapped on six. So that's where, how we got to six. And, and what's the next step? Next step is um, we do backgrounds on all of them, background checks, uh, social media background checks, a whole nine yards. So, you know, if, if they've posted weird stuff out there or something, uh, we're going to find out about it. Friends and, of Pierre. Yeah, friends of Pierre. <laughs> uh, that would disqualify someone, certainly. <laughs> you know, um, but... Uh, uh, once we get through all the background checks, uh, if whoever's still standing uh, will then be scheduled for live interviews in front of council and private interviews with each council member. And then next will come a vote. When, when do you think that might be? Uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I think it's probably going to be sometime in January or February. Yeah. So um, hopefully the, we'll get the, a decent city manager this time. The current acting city manager and acting assistant city manager are not on the list. No, they're correct? not on the list. They did not apply. apply. Um, and uh, so hopefully uh, uh, we will find a decent city manager, um, someone we can all work with. That's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Other things, uh, um, you have a Christmas party coming up once again, a Christmas tree lighting. Christmas tree lighting, the second annual. Yeah. And uh, that's December 3rd at 6 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW which is located on Old Kings Road North. Uh, it's $10 per person, $5 for the kids. However, kids can get in free if you just bring an unwrapped gift. Uh, and the, the, the gifts, the toys, will be given to uh, Christmas Come True to be handed out to families in need in, in Palm Coast. And any money we receive, and we're going to have some raffles and silent auctions, the money is uh, going to be donated to Flagler Open Arms Recovery Services, which helps people with addiction find resources to help them out. So it's December 3rd, starts at 6 p.m. The Christmas tree is lit at 7.30 p.m., goes till 9. We'll have food and so forth. I hope to see as many people there as possible. We're helping out local charities. 
And the Trump Club is having a Christmas party too. Our next scheduled meeting, it won't be a meeting, it'll be a party instead. Goes from, I think we're doing it from six to eight. I think so, yeah. Yes, and we have entertainment, um, food, and uh, it's free. Free's a good number too. Free's a good number uh, <laughs> until we run out of food. <laughs> So uh, that is what? What date is that? that December is 20th. December 20th at 6 p.m. at the VFW. Uh, if, if you're not a member of the Trump Club, you're invited. Come on down and meet us. We, we'd love to meet you. And uh, hopefully uh, you'll consider joining. We're going to start dues, dues uh, in January. Uh, we skipped them for all of this this year. All the pandemic. Yeah, crap. right. Exactly. So we just got rid of the dues. But starting in January, our dues are $30 a person and 50 bucks for a couple and that's a one-time yearly fee um, and that allows you to vote at our meetings and so please come join us other than that um, the I, only I, I, oh, oh, go, ahead. Ahead. No, go ahead no I, I just read uh, an interesting article that I posted on my Facebook page today <clears throat> excuse me Bill Gates is looking to build a nuclear power plant if I was Bill Gates, that's what you I know? would build. He's, I'd, he's, I'd build too. <laughs> he wants to be in charge of all our medicine. He wants to be in charge of our food and now our energy. Well, you know, um, <laughs> um, surprised he doesn't have a space program too. That's, aren't you? that's coming up. But, uh, <laughs> good luck with building that nuclear power plant because I don't think there's been a nuclear power plant built in the last 15 or 20 years in this country. And it's awfully hard to get permits to, to break ground. Mm -hmm. to, Biden administration, I don't think, Bill, I don't know, unless, of course, you could bribe them, give them a lot of money. And, they, well, and, you know, you know. China, China <laughs> yeah. seems to be yeah. okay with that. Yeah, I'm sure Brandon <laughs> will take your money. But, um, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to our guest. Um, we, have, we have a great guest here, David Valinsky. He is Oliver North, Chief of Staff. He worked with Ollie North back in the day uh, mm -hmm. um, for his security detail. He worked for right. our sheriff also. Rick Staley for a yep, period of time. I did. Uh, so what's new, David? What's up with you and Oliver North? Well, well first of all, I, I you know, I, I want to pay tribute, and I think we all do, to Sergeant Dominic uh, Guida yes. for the Bunnell Police Department, 43 years old. He passed away last week, and his funeral was just a few days ago. And uh, I personally know him. Uh, when I was working at the sheriff's office, he was just one fantastic deputy. Always kept us uh, laughing, and he's always had a smile on his face. Just, just amazing. And, you know, the good Lord decided it was his time, and 43 years old, pretty young. Wow. Wow, just a shame. Yeah. But uh, as far as me with Colonel North these days, I, I've been pretty much running all his media appearances. Um, in fact, I'll be traveling with him this, this coming weekend. We're going out to California, Palm Springs, for a, a kickoff uh, campaign for, uh, I guess he's a committee man or something like that in the city, but he's running for the state assembly in California, Steve Sanchez, mm -hmm. good conservative Republican, uh, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, fought in Iraqi freedom. So uh, we'll, sp we'll spend the weekend out there, come back. Uh, I live here in Palm Coast. So it's, it's a lot of the work that I do for Colonel North uh, is the research on his, on his speeches, et cetera. Also booking him, it, many people have seen him on Newsmax a lot. I think you should book him for our podcast. Well, well we've had him once. We'd, we'd love, love to have him I back. Yeah. We'd yeah. We'd definitely get him back yeah. again. No <laughs> problem. Uh, uh, I, you know, he did, uh, what, a few years back, came down for Sheriff Staley's uh, his, uh, campaign kickoff. And uh, Colonel North was gracious to come down here. Uh, he likes Sheriff Staley quite a bit. They get along real well. Sheriff Staley's been on his podcast a couple times. 
So it's uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, I'd love to get him on the, the podcast here, you know, when he comes back down. To, sure. When Sheriff Absolutely. Staley announces his campaign again. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's keeping me pretty busy. Um, you know, I get, I get calls directly from a lot of these personalities. You know, Grant Stitchfield and I are good friends. He's on Newsmax. He's got a show, a great show on there. So it's, uh, of course, if you listen to Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. his, you know, his, his uh, producer, Linda, I'm, I've talked to her quite a bit, so it, it's, uh, it, it's an interesting career. But, you, you know, most people don't, well, they'll ask me, how did you get started with Colonel North? That's way back when, in 1988, right, right after the Iran-Contra hearings. Um, it, it was funny, I was stationed in Washington, D.C. I was an employed, I was a special agent with NCIS, Naval Criminal Investigative Service. I've seen you on the show. I, well, yeah. I've been on it a couple times. <laughs> if I was on the show, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> But, it, I, you know, uh, I met him. I, I had an opportunity to meet him. I was not on his security detail, but I was, I, my, my uh, co-agent, he was on the security detail. And I had the opportunity to meet Colonel North. I said, geez, this guy's an amazing individual. You know, not only is he amazing, but he's also very, very personable. Uh, and, you know, a couple times I filled in for my buddy that was, that was handling security for Colonel North after the hearings. The next thing you know, I get a call from Colonel North and said, I'd like you to come on board with us. And I worked for, uh, from 1988 to uh, 1995 for Colonel North. Uh, I finished up after, after he lost the election for the U.S. Senate in, in Virginia. Very close election. Uh, he ran against the incumbent Chuck Robb and also was a third-party candidate in that race also. So it's, uh, we, we broke ways there for a while and... I did my own thing for 20 years in Kentucky, moved down here to Palm Coast in 2012. Uh, in 2013, I was hired by the sheriff's office, and I worked five years for, for uh, Sheriff Manfrey and also Sheriff Rick Staley uh, as their purchasing manager. So tell us how North ended up hiring you, because there's a story there. <laughs> <laughs> one, uh, one event, uh, now I was still employed by the Naval Investigative Service. Today it's Naval Criminal Investigative Service. As you well know, you, you were in the service. Oh, I've heard a different story about that. Yeah, well, we'll talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, and I thank you for your service, by the way. Yeah, thank like you. Most of us should. Uh, my buddy was a Marine Corps reservist, and he had to go drill on a Monday night, and, uh, Sunday, uh, Friday night, I'm sorry. He called up and said, hey, Dave, do you have a tuxedo? I said, of course I do. I'm, you know, as NIS agents, we're required to have a tuxedo for protective service details. And he said, can you fill in for me tonight? There's a, there's a ball down at, the, uh, Excuse me. Down at Washington, D.C. At, at the uh, Mayflower Hotel. It's, it's, it's called the, the, the Ear Ball. I said, all right, no problem. So he said, I'll call Colonel North and tell him you're coming. Because I had, I had sat in a couple things with Colonel North before. And uh, so I drove out to his house uh, in Great Falls. I jump in the back seat. Colonel North always had to drive. Always had to drive. Really? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Betsy's on the front seat, his, his, his lovely wife. And I'm on the back seat. So we pull up to the, the hotel. I flash my badge and say, hey, can we park the car here? No problem. We go inside to the ball. And I said, Colonel, I said, look, I said, you, you, you and Betsy just enjoy yourselves. I'll always be an eye shot or ear shot away, but I'm not going to be crowding you. So at that time, uh, there was a, uh, a celebrity, became a celebrity, Donna Rice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if many of our viewers or listeners remember her. <laughs> But she was uh, involved on a, on a boat called Monkey Business. With a presidential candidate. Gary Hart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which basically torpedoed his campaign. 
So she was made famous after that uh, with the paparazzi. And of course, she was at that ball that night. She had a publicist with her, a photographer, and an agent. And what she was doing was going around to all the celebrities getting photographs. At that time, uh, Colonel North was still involved with the Iran-Contra hearings, and then it went into the, to the, uh, what he was actually charged and everything. But he was still, still a big celebrity amongst the conservatives. Uh, they loved the way he testified in front of Congress. So at that time, Donna Rice and her agent, they go up to Colonel North and said, hey, we'd like a picture with you. And Colonel North says, you know, I, under the circumstances, I'm here with my wife. We just want to enjoy ourselves. So really, thank you, but no thank you. They went up, the agent came up a second time without Donna and said, hey, Donna is really a nice lady. She really wants a picture with you. And he said, look, he said, under the circumstances, I don't think my attorney would think it'd be a good idea. So we just want to enjoy ourselves, my wife and I, here at the ball. So I was, I was kind of watching from, from the back, and then all of a sudden I see the entourage creeping up closer and closer and closer. And I said, oh, what's going on here? And so I stepped in between Donna Rice, her agent, the photographer, and I'm right behind Colonel North, and he's talking to the lady who was sponsoring the ball, and, uh, and Betsy. So all of a sudden I hear out of the back of my, my ear, I hear, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'll go up and tap on Colonel North's shoulder, and when he turns around, you go up on the other side, this is Donna Rice, and grab him, and we'll get a quick picture with him. And I'm thinking, well, what the heck, what am I going to do here? You know, I, I, I'm carrying a gun and a badge, but I can't use it there. <laughs> I can't arrest him, you know. So I, so I stand right, right behind Colonel North, and now he knows there's something up because I'm right behind him now. Mm -hmm. So he's listening to me, and uh, Donna Rice and her agent and the photographer right behind me. I, I said, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do here. So all of a sudden, I turned around, and Donna Rice's face is right into my face. And I look, I said, Donna Rice, Donna Rice, Donna Rice, three times. And I grab her hand, I start shaking her hand. North hears this, Colonel North hears this, and looks down to the, the lady that's, that's the host of the ball and says, you know, we'd like to discuss with you a little bit more about what's going on here and the fundraising activity. Do you have a private room that Betsy and I can go rest in and, and, and have a conversation with you? Of course, Colonel North, follow me. And Donna Rice, put your hand out, Alan. Donna Rice is like this. Now you're me, right? Right. And she's looking like this and going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Then she says, who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? I said, I'm your, I'm your biggest fan, Donna Rice. I'm your biggest fan. She's like, oh, my hand. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And then Colonel North and it's Betsy gone. are gone. Uh, <laughs> and Ollie was that impressed. He was that, that impressed. That he, he, called hired up, him. he called up the next day and said, I like the way you handled that situation last night. He says, will you please come work for me? Wow. And uh, I said, give me a couple days. And I said, you know, this guy is just a, a, one of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. He's, he's, he's just a true American, a good conservative. Yes, I'll come work for you. Wow, it's amazing. So that's, that's how fantastic. We're, we're going to take a break uh, so you folks can hear from the people that make this podcast possible, our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds Escape Rooms? Then check us out at TwistedMinds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring, early summer 2021. A little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at TwistedMinds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. 
Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf, voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tea time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. All right, everyone, we're back with our guest, David Valinsky, Chief of Staff for Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, a great American hero. Um, so I see you got some of Ollie's books there. You're obviously going to plug them. So let's get that out of the way. I don't want to plug them, but this, this, this book is the autobiography. Now, this is the, one of the original copies. Uh, it is in its, uh, I don't know what printing right now. It's still available, by the way. But this was uh, written by Oliver North back in 1994, I believe, or 92. 92, I, and uh, if you look in the, the, uh, the index, my name is in there. there I'm, in the, I'm in the book. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, uh, this one here was uh, autographed from Colonel North to my dad, who's, who's, oh. who's uh, passed away. But wow. uh, huh. I kind of brought that. I mean, it's, it's, it's very nice. You know, Ted, many thanks for uh, having such a great son. And signed Oliver North. Wow. And that's, that, that's, that's awesome. a signature there. So that was the first book he, he wrote. And then, you know, all these years, uh, just recently, what he's doing now is, is um, this is the last novel he's written, uh, The Rifleman, uh, about the Revolution, uh, Revolutionary War. But uh, he has recently uh, became involved with a publishing company. He's a co-owner of Fidelis Publishing, and they are published, they published a number of books. Uh, in fact, a couple of books that he has out right now, which I don't have, were published by Fidelis. And it's, it's basically the, the publishing company is, is uh, they want to attract writers that have a conservative Christian background, pretty much. Uh, they've done several books now, and, and he's very much involved with that, along with his public speaking. Uh, he does write an uh, a, uh, op-ed piece weekly, which is usually posted on his website or his Facebook page. Uh, OliverNorth.com is the website. You can buy all these books at OliverNorth.com. Rather than going to Amazon? <laughs> yes, uh, actually, absolutely. They're, they're, and they're a little bit cheaper on the, on, uh, oh, you can also get autographed ones on OliverNorth.com, but his, the latest book, which is We Didn't Fight for Socialism, is on Amazon, but you can get it a couple dollars less on OliverNorth.com. Oh, I know where I'd buy so, it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, uh, he's got another one right behind that coming out. Uh, so we're, we're pretty excited, and it's, 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 been, a, it's been exciting. Uh, I should mention that when I was with the sheriff's office, I was, I was very happy working for Rick Staley in the sheriff's office. I was there five years. And when Colonel North was named the president of the National Rifle Association, mm-hmm. that's when he called me up and said, I want you to come work for me after 20 some odd years. Mm-hmm. I went to Sheriff Staley and he says, absolutely, you go. He says, uh, I support your move. And if, if you want to come back, when you come back, he says, I'll have a position for you. So, that's excellent. So that's, that's how I went back after all these years to work for Colonel North and still, still with him still with him. How's his wife doing? His wife uh, is not doing well. A- and, uh, y- you know, there's, there's, uh, she is inflicted with uh, corticobasal syndrome. It is a, uh, it's an affliction that, that is very much like Parkinson's disease, but there's no treatment. And mm. there is a short lifespan on it. So every day, when we talk, we talk about three or four times a week. He lets he, he fills me in on what's going on, and and uh, she is deteriorating. Uh, we pray we pray for her because uh, it's frustrating for her because she can't do things anymore uh, like she used to. 
um, and she feels she has to she has a need for someone to be there with her so he spends a lot most of his time with her now he's only in his office once a week uh, for for Bible study for the, he's been had he's 20 some odd years doing this Bible study on Tuesday mornings with his, his friends and then the rest of the time he spends as much time with her as possible you know they do have caregivers and of course his, his children look on look on her so but uh, our, our prayers are for her. Yeah, our prayers definitely yeah, go out to her, design. and uh, um, only wish, wish her the best. Maybe a miracle. Maybe, but Maybe. right now there's no cure for it. So it, it, it's 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 such a, a rare affliction that there aren't any studies being done on it. You know, she she can't even be part of a study group. Wow. You know, to, so, and uh, you know, she was on. It was misdiagnosed. She was on medication for Parkinson's type medications and they, the, the physicians uh, from Mayo Clinic said just finish her out but don't bother getting any more. Mm -hmm. it, just, it's, it doesn't help. No, that's just that's yeah, so that's, sad. That's mm -hmm. terrible. So sad. Uh, so what's new in your life? Yeah, what are you up to? Other than, <laughs> other than Trump Club. Trump Club. <laughs> yes. oh, that's good. That's a big plus. <laughs> I'm real excited with the Trump Club and, and I'm real excited to, to see if we can get this, this pack together, this political action committee. I, yeah, I, I'd love to get that going. We're gonna right? file the, I'm going to file the paperwork. I and am I've so been excited talking, about that. I've it, been talking yeah. to donors and um, it's something that we need mm -hmm. if we're going to have any influence at all. Over elections, you got it. Political packs are part of the game. They're part of the game. And yeah, we, we saw this. Wish they last, weren't, but they are. Oh, we saw this in the last. He knows. Yeah. I felt the uh, the wrath of them. Yes, a few you did. Times. Yeah. So, and you know. it's uh, but uh, and then you know I do work a little part time job for the side for a company called Galls. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in law enforcement, you know who Galls is, or public safety, I should say. And I, I they, I'm on call to go out and just go to agencies and do fittings and and uh, sizing like that. So. so what did you think of the election in Virginia? Because that's where, that's where Ali ran. That was, uh, you know, it, it was funny that uh, you, you, should, you should mention that because the, um, the election was amazing. Uh, when, North first, uh, when they first had the Republican primary, of course, there's not a primary in Virginia. I should correct that convention. North supported another candidate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then he came out full support uh, for, uh, I can't remember his name, one in Virginia. But anyway, uh, for, the, for the ticket, uh, actually, it's not a ticket. And Lieutenant Governor... Mm -hmm. And Virginia also has a separate race. They don't run together. And, of course, she's a retired veteran Marine yes. and uh, officer. So it was, it was a tremendous win for, for the conservatives. And the attorney general. And the attorney general. Yeah. I forgot about that. Which, yeah. Well, that was a long shot, the attorney general. And, and uh, all three got in there. Plus, the, uh, the state house went Republican also. Now, the, 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 the state senate did not. So you still have to you know, deal with the senate there in, in Virginia. But the state house, the, the House of Delegates, did go did to go re, turn Republican this time around. So, it, it's a great win. Um, I just hope we can we can continue that in 2022 here with our governor. Well, fortunately for us, uh, we heard at the uh, the Lincoln Day dinner from Governor DeSantis that Florida now is solid, <laughs> solid Republican, Republican. Solid red. Republican. Yes, yes. And, and, you know, and that that that's good news because I think people saw what could have happened if. You know, the last election for the governor, DeSantis, was very close. And, and then no. they, they see what could have happened, and now we know it's happened. Well, I had the privilege of talking to the governor last week at that Lincoln Day dinner, and he told me to send the message that he loves Flagler County. He loves our Trump Club. Mm -hmm. um, he knows how hard we're working to keep Florida red, and he has promised me that, that he will make a trip up here to see us.
So I'm that's, working that's with his staff. We'll yep. let everyone know when we have that set up. That's fantastic. Um, we're also going to have Congressman Michael Waltz at some point come to the Trump Club, mm -hmm. too. And I ran into him on Veterans Day uh, at a... Um, at an event down in Volusia County. Mm -hmm. And so, um, great guy, great oh, We, great we guy. had uh, Congressman Waltz on our, uh, on Colonel Norris podcast. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, they, I don't know if they worked together behind the scenes when we had the debacle in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. uh, Congressman Waltz and, and Colonel North got together to get people out of there. And uh, it, was a, it was a great effort on their parts, up all night. I mean, Colonel North was up to three, four or five o'clock in the morning along with Congressman Waltz, and they were able to, to get a, quite a few people out of Afghanistan yeah, where our government couldn't do it. Yeah, President it's, Brandon certainly dropped the ball on that. The ball. He dropped the ball. It really yeah. is sad. And, I mean, his poll numbers are about as low as you can go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so was hers. And, and yeah, so was hers. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks Harris. don't have any, any confidence whatsoever. Yeah. I wanted to mention you? one more thing because Alan's involved in it. Today's Observer... Um, it's a big story on dredging our saltwater canals, yeah, and Alan and I have been leading the charge on that. I finally got the attention of council on this issue. Mm -hmm. I know you've had meetings at your home. Yeah. We're going to have more. We're going to have more. We're going to be bringing it before council again in the not-too-distant future. These canals have not been dredged for mm -hmm. since, what, 1990-something? Uh, I think it was the late 80s. And, late and, 80s, and the yeah. fact of the thing is that... The saltwater canals, people have the wrong idea. They're a part of the right. strategic stormwater yes. drainage system. Yes. So all your freshwater canals around town and your freshwater ponds and all the swales and all of that stuff eventually make their way either to the intercoastal or to the Palm Coast right. saltwater canals. Right. And we need the maintenance because if we start to lose our, our strategic drainage right. system, the flooding that people are yeah. complaining about now... Yeah, it's, it's a big put deal. Their helmets mm -hmm. on. Um, and it's our biggest amenity. Yeah, and you know, we're uh, a very amenity-driven yes. city. Yes, we and are. And we're ignoring the biggest one we have. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to remind you, uh, visit flagler4trump.com. That's the number four, flagler4trump.com to keep up with us, sign up for our emails, come to our meetings every third Monday at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. And... Another plug for uh, Oliver North's website, it is... OliverNorth.com. Pretty simple. Yep. All right, folks, that's it for today. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy we'll Thanksgiving. see you in a couple of weeks. Bye now. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, FlaglerForTrump.com. That's Flagler, the number four, Trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.